live, I think. Looks like it. Okay, good. Mm -hmm. um, hello, everyone, and welcome to episode three of the Crypto with Cash cast, I think we've called it. <laughs> um, my name's Duncan Morland. I'm a writer with uh, Market Prospectors, and I'm the host. And I'm joined by Kashaya Abbasi, who is the superstar of the Crypto with Cash uh, crypto service, and uh, which is a fortnightly newsletter uh, recommending different cryptocurrencies to invest in. And we have a community of 100 plus people um, also. I've forgotten how to where to start. So, Cash, how are you today? <laughs> yeah, I'm all good, thank you. Um, happy to be here. How are you? Yeah, yeah, I'm good. Uh, my memory's not working. We've got three or four different topics to talk about okay. today. Um, so, meme coins, including I think it's pronounced Shib, is yeah, the um, one that's crazy. This yeah, I always, I always. Muddle that up as well. I call it Shibu Inu, but sometimes I think it's actually Shiba Inu. Um, right. Yeah. But and then the ticker is Shib. Um, yeah. So yeah, it's it's gone on a crazy run recently. Um, of course, before before, like in the, in in the past few weeks, Elon Musk, being the the type of person he is with with memes and and crypto, he kept hinting and um, implying that he's invested in the coin. And then um, a, a couple of days ago, actually, he someone asked him, "Have you invested in Shiba Inu?" Like, asked him straight up, and he's actually like, "Nope." And suddenly, the price of Shiba um, like dropped; it tanked significantly, and then it actually picked really? back up yeah. again. Um, it actually picked back up again and hit new all-time highs. Um, it's an interesting. So one should we? Because, sorry. Yeah. No, I was just going to say, can we zoom out and just say, like, what is it? <laughs> you know, like, it's a cryptocurrency, but it's known as, like, a meme. Yeah, it's, like it's a... a meme coin. I would say it's a meme coin because it really doesn't really have a use case. It's not, mm. it, it doesn't have, like, a platform. It doesn't have, like, coins. Um, I mean, they are they are trying to expand the ecosystem now. There is, like, a uh, decentralized exchange on it, but it's not really utilized as much. It's not really um, seen as a coin where you invest because you, you see future potential in it. A lot of people are just buying into these meme coins because one, the price is going up two, everyone's talking about it. And three, they feel like mm. they're going to become multimillionaires because of unit bias. So for example, with like, um, because there's just so many coins in circulation, for maybe um, even with like $100, you could buy millions and millions of coins. And a lot of these people are under the impression that in by buying just maybe a hundred dollars or just chucking like a few quid at it, they'll become millionaires in the future when it goes to a dollar or even one cent. It was what I've seen yeah. a lot of people um, say. Funnily enough, it's actually one of those coins that whenever there's like a frenzy like this, my own friends message me saying, oh, should I buy this coin? Should I buy this coin? And it's just like an indication of just how widespread and well-known these coins have become uh for retail investors yeah it's like when it's like the gamestop thing like people that aren't investing in anything so a few people messaged me saying should i invest in gamestop because it's something that that's hit the mainstream news yeah but so yeah. this coin went up like a thousand percent or something in this week didn't it or yeah yeah something like that it's, yeah it's something like that and it's up like a million percent or maybe even more since like 11 months oh, right. ago people are saying how if you okay. invested like two hundred dollars in in ship maybe eleven months ago, it'd be worth one hundred and eighty million today. 
um, <laughs> which which is absolutely insane. Um, so, the, but then it does make you think. Oh, should I? Uh, and I've read this quite a lot on the forums. Like people are saying, like, oh, they're going to put in like a hundred dollars to like all the different meme coins or yeah, um, yeah that yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, but like I, guess I, I always you, say, these these there's so are, many of them. Isn't exactly, there? exactly. There's just so many coming out every single day, and if you are going to chuck like a hundred dollars inside for for each of those, you're going to be spreading yourself really thin. And by then, thing is, you have these wide, like really crazy expectations for these coins. So even if you're if you turn a hundred dollars into a thousand dollars, for example, which is a ten x, which is a fantastic return on your investment, you're still going to be holding for hoping that you know you turn it into 180 million like some people have yeah like when do you sell yeah i think that's the thing like like knowing whether it's just really it's really tempting isn't it when you see those huge gains and you think yeah i can do that but then it's like how do you how do you know which one to pick because i mean dogecoin and and shibu are the kind of ones you see in the headlines but there are I was reading about a coin called like Safe Moon or something, which is equally Moon, like uh, Akita, Floki. I, actually, funnily enough, I, I see adverts for Floki all over um, like London Transport. I see it all over the tube. Right. It's okay. like, oh, yeah. you missed the you missed the bull run on Doge by Floki, and I'm like, how how is this allowed? Yeah, and then some of these coins like go absolutely no. So it's easy like to think to see like the headline ones and think, oh, you just put money in a meme coin and it goes up. But yeah. then there are literally like hundreds and yeah, like probably thousands that that don't go up. And it's how do you exactly how do you sort of predict that? I guess <laughs> exactly. And and bear in mind at the same time, like you just mentioned, we tend to see the ones that have had incredible gains. You know, we don't see the ones that you know drop down ninety percent as soon as most people bought, or there was a rug pull, or a lot of people lost money because. It's just the anomalies that we we tend to see, which are like um, Shiba Inu and um, or like Dogecoin even. Um, but but the thing is, like the 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 main reason a lot of people are buying these coins is one because it keeps going up, and two because a lot of people are talking about it. And three is because of the unit bias. So they feel like if it goes to one dollar one cent, they're going to become millionaires, not realizing that if if Shiba Inu was to even get to one cent, it'll be bigger than Apple. Amazon, Facebook, Google, all combined, you know. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> you know? <laughs> the way things are going, maybe. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, yeah, I wonder, one thing, I, I don't know whether this is a different conversation, but one thing I did wonder is in the future, you're going to get sort of community, people start talking about currencies in terms of community coins, because we talk about, like, cryptocurrencies needing utility mm-hmm. but if we are just using them as an alternate to cash like maybe it is you know it is just about the kind of community that surrounds a crypto that you choose to use do you know what i mean like yeah yeah because you, you like that right. ethos or definitely you're right i feel like um communities qu- quickly form around these coins when they're going up the question is are these communities still going to be yeah. around <laughs> when you know it's down 50 60 70 percent which we which has happened to doge multiple times throughout the years um yeah. if you just look at the chart it's like it goes up and then it goes all the way back down and it goes all the way up and it goes back down and if you look at safe moon for example safe moon the chart looks very similar i mean it's going back up again now but 
it's it's down something like 60 70 percent from the peaks mm. and that's all in a matter of months and you've got to bear in mind that a lot of people most people buy at the highs they don't most people don't buy at the lows you know that because it's only at yeah. the later stages where most people join it's because that's because when you hear about it you know like it's hitting highs when it's in the headlines and stuff yeah and it's yeah. like I mean, yeah, we talked about this before. Like, you want to be buying when nobody's talking about stuff, which Definitely. is kind of the opposite of right now. Like, but Definitely, then, yeah. Um, and another thing I would like to mention is, like, if you put in $100 and it goes to 100 grand, you're definitely going to be saying to yourself, oh, let me cash out, it's 100 grand. You're not going to hold yeah. 100 grand to a million and then 1 million to 180 million, unless you completely forget about your investment. I just, I find it very difficult to believe someone will hold you know, especially yeah. if that's like the first time they've come to see like a substantial amount of money. Well, you you shared some in the community. You shared some like crypto addresses where you you know you can see people's wallets because it's all on the blockchain. And yeah, like yeah. some people had turned like there was like one that turned eight thousand dollars into like five <laughs> the equivalent of like billions or something. Yeah, which yeah, yeah I don't know. Yeah. Um, and the thing Maybe is, people, uh, obviously you can, you can check the blockchain <laughs> and that, the, the, that, that specific wallet has not had any activity for months. So yeah, a lot so of people probably are saying they probably forgot lost, about it or yeah. forgot the passwords or lost access to the account. So it's probably gone yeah, forever. Yeah. Well, we're going to talk about your strategy, which does look at like fundamentals of coins and stuff. So it's a nice mm -hmm. contrast to this, but um, we'll get onto that in a minute. We'll, one of the questions we had in the community was, which we kind of already said, how do you pronounce Dogecoin? Or Do is it Dogecoin? I've Doge, always called it Doge, but I've heard people call it Doge. Um, Doge just sound right. more correct to me. So, Okay, well, there you go, Graham. Uh, <laughs> um, and for people that don't know, it's one of like the probably like the first kind of meme coins. It's the one that like Elon Musk has been promoting on yeah. and off. And, um, okay, so that's kind of our first topic. And the next topic we're talking about today is the metaverse, which is inspired by Facebook changing its name uh, to Meta as a yeah. as a company. So, could Cash, could you just explain? what the metaverse is because i i'm not really sure and yeah well a simple way to understand the, met the metaverse i would say is like a virtual world or like a virtual reality um mm. which you can access through your computer or um or with like um headsets like vr headsets so i've actually got a oculus quest 2 and i've been telling all my friends about it um it's, yeah. it, a lot of people have uh, misconceptions when it comes to like virtual reality because they've tried maybe the 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 slip your phone into and then you see like three D images and um, virtual reality nowadays is a lot more advanced and and it genuinely I would say teleports you into a different world. So um, the Oculus Quest Two is actually owned by Facebook and I bought this a um, couple months ago. And it's absolutely blown me away. It's the first time I've actually been like absolutely shocked and, and amazed at how advanced the technology could be. So you you put it on and then you can travel to different worlds. You can communicate with different people, play different games. Um, I, I, as I mentioned in the uh, in the group chat, I was playing ping pong during lockdown with people all, all over the world. And you can actually change the scenery mm. to make it seem like you're in the, in 
space or you could be in a stadium or it, you can do absolutely anything there's no limits to what you can do so it's um, like a headset you put on essentially yeah and yeah and you have two controllers that kind of let you navigate the world yeah uh, and it's it's, it's 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 very surreal because for example you go to uh, a game where there's a mirror in front of you and you're looking at yourself and you're not seeing the, the body that you've seen you know your whole life you're seeing like a, a different character and you move your hands and you see the the alien for example moving your, their hand at the same time and you're like and you it's like an outer body experience that you genuinely feel like you're in a different body it, it's fascinating yeah. and it's very difficult to understand if you haven't tried it uh, because you see all these yeah, videos. You can see videos of stuff, yeah, but it doesn't. It yeah. doesn't give you that experience of being inside. Not at all. You but how does how does it, it? So how does the metaverse, you know, virtual reality, how does that relate to cryptocurrencies? Well, it relates to cryptocurrencies in two ways. I would say one um, is through NFTs. So as um, we saw in the video um, from Facebook, you can actually see NFTs or physical well virtual items artworks in the metaverse so you can experience different artworks um it's like watching a 3d movie but in in terms of like a, a piece of artwork that actually interacts with you and you can mm. for example tip the creator with cryptocurrencies um, another form of nft would be like the the clothes that you wear in the metaverse or like you could have a cool hat or you could have um long nails you could have a, a watch that uh, makes you teleport from here to there or you could have like you can become spider-man you could become superman um and these are all like nfts that you can purchase um using cryptocurrencies or even normal money as well but sorry could you think a bit of as like a so we talked about nfts last episode so kind of digital collector's items in some ways like and this yeah. is the meta the metaverse is like allows you a space to kind of like use and experience those those nfts you know exactly maybe that. exactly that so for example if you buy an nft you can create your own um virtual home and then you can put the the piece of artwork you can hang it on the wall and then people from all over the world would be able to interact and see the nft that you have and of course they could verify it um mm. to you know verify that is the real piece and before if you were to buy a piece of artwork only people who come and visit you at home would be able to see you to see it for example but with the metaverse people from all over the world can come inside your virtual home and look at all your nfts and yeah i think it's a very very interesting concept and it's this is just the tip of the iceberg i always think of it like the the oculus quest 2 that i have now I always think of it being like the PlayStation One of like consoles, mm. yeah. <laughs> it, it, and it, it's already insanely sophisticated. So it, it would just blow my mind to even think about what it would look like in two or three generations. You know? Yeah, it'll so, just be these glasses. Just yeah, and I totally be... yeah, and I totally understand how <laughs> the the way I'm describing it. You know, saying that it teleports you to a different world. It sounds insane, but if you if you grab one of those Oculus Quest headsets and give give it a go, you understand. Yeah, yeah. We'll start giving them away with crypto with cash. Yeah, yeah. We'll go bankrupt. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> um, uh, one thing else, yeah. Just to go back to Facebook, like they've uh, they've changed their name to Meta for Metaverse, I guess. Mm -hmm. And they also are developing a cryptocurrency. I think, like, I think it's called 
Libra maybe or yeah I, I think they're also just it, but... rebranding it to DM or something like that I haven't really followed right, okay. um Facebook's crypto because it's like a centralized entity and it's like it's a crypto coming from Facebook one of the most privacy invasive sort of com um, companies yeah. in the world like I wouldn't even touch that like yeah, I mean I, I think it'll be it'll be a good way to onboard millions of users around the world to crypto for the first time like don't get me wrong there's there's a lot of potential to it but I just think it just goes against crypto um, as a whole when it's coming from such a centralized um, company that yeah. steals all the data in the world. And maybe that that's kind of a bit worrying, you, could, you know, thinking about the metaverse itself, you know, like if, you know, do you like it sounds very exciting, all the kind of digital uh, virtual reality stuff, but I don't particularly want to be doing that inside Mark Zuckerberg's creation, I guess. Like exactly. I mean, there's there's not going to be one metaverse. There's going to be millions, and it's, it just comes down to you as to which one you pick. And I, I was reading this article that said, oh, with the uh, with the metaverse that um, Facebook is creating, you'd be able to text your friends while speaking to people in real life. I was like, that's even worse than it is now. You know, we barely interact with each other anymore. <laughs> And you want <laughs> yeah. us to continue texting other people as we're speaking to people in real life. That's just, yeah, I think it's they're going down the wrong route. But we'll, we'll see what happens. Yeah, we'll just start our own crypto cash metaverse and we can all. Yeah, why uh, not? Um, why not? Do a virtual meetup and like, yeah. Um, definitely. Okay, definitely. That's, that's Mark Zuckerberg sorted out. Um, we had a question from Sai. Uh, in the community chat and he asked are exchanges blocking selling and I think what he means by this is like sometimes when there's high volumes like there's you know with the shit with the meme coin stuff this week and also with Robin Hood and stock investing like there's been situations where stock exchanges and crypto exchanges have either s explicitly kind of stopped people from buying and selling for periods of time or or it's just been kind of overload and their their servers and stuff can't take it. And I guess size yeah. question is, which of those two things is it? Are they stopping people from buying and selling or is it just, I think with Robin Hood, it was quite explicit because they were going to lose money. But yeah, um, yeah, I just wondered what your thoughts are with that. Yeah, I think with the traditional market platforms, um, we definitely do see that because Maybe they are trying to protect consumers or maybe they are trying to protect their own funds. I, I don't know. I, I really don't know why the reasons um, as to why they do that. They do come out with statements saying they're doing it for this reason, that reason. But I don't know what to believe. Um, I'm just very skeptical when it comes to things like that. Um, but when mm. it comes to cryptocurrencies um, and cryptocurrency platforms like Coinbase or Binance, again, you, you cannot be certain, but I feel like it would definitely be very detrimental to their reputation if they were to stop allow stop allowing um, users from selling when when there is a flash crash. I think it is more a case of their systems are overloading. Uh, there's there's just overwhelming traffic coming to these websites. There's only the service can only take so much. Mm. So I think it's definitely a case of that rather than there being some more sort of um, like bad intentions and them trying to stop thing, yeah. or manipulate the markets because in the long run if if it, it, it's better for them to you know allow users to do what they want as opposed to stopping them when something goes wrong 
um, mm. because then their reputation takes a hit and then less people are likely to use their platform. So in the long run, I think it's just best to leave it to the market to decide. Yeah, I mean, I think Robinhood's, uh, Robinhood is an exchange, a uh, mobile app exchange. I think it's largely used in the US. I don't know if we can use it here in the UK. But that they definitely took a hit in terms of credibility and I think their user base as well, but it's hard to tell, you know, because it's, it's, it was not that long ago. Mm. But when they stopped people buying and selling uh, GameStop There was shares, outrage everywhere. Uh, like yeah, like it definitely must have had some impact on their kind of brand reputation. Also, in the crypto space, if exchanges do do are explicitly manipulating stuff, there's the alternative of decentralized exchanges, you know, on on Ethereum or other platforms, mm -hmm. which like they're not as used as now as I think they will be in the future. You know, like because it's you you still kind of have to bring money into the space through a centralized exchange yeah and like ethereum fees are quite high still and stuff but i think in the future like you know there is that there's going to be more and more of that alternative for people that so yeah the exchanges almost the centralized exchanges like binance and stuff almost like yeah yeah have, have to behave a bit <laughs> um okay so our last question is from paul and he just asked if we could kind of, and this is kind of good coming off the meme coin stuff, actually, if we can just sort of recap the crypto with cash strategy, because he said he liked how it's based on kind of fundamental investing. I guess so, like last week, a lot of people were watching like the craziness of the meme coins and, and also like the markets dropped a bit like earlier in the week and maybe the week before. So it's kind of like, you know, how do we have this conviction to stick with the portfolio picks and it it always comes back to the strategy so it's just i guess you just wanted to sort of a recap on uh what is the strategy and the fundamentals of it yeah so as you mentioned the group chat when when there are crashes you it's always good to zoom out to see how big the crash actually is and where we are in um in the grand scheme of things you know if if like for example ethereum hit an all-time high yesterday um last year maybe eight 15 months ago it was at 80 dollars you know um hundred dollars three hundred dollars like if if it goes from four thousand three hundred to four thousand yes it's, it's it's down but it's still up a significant amount since a long time ago um so in that sense it's definitely important to zoom out and uh, when it comes to like the fundamental reasons uh for reason uh for investing in a certain coin there are definitely some things that we look at um so the first one is idea like does the idea that the company wants to um, create the platform for does it make sense is there a need for it are they mm. are they solving a problem that actually exists or are they just trying to solve something uh, just for the sake of it um, so the yeah. idea is definitely important um, the MVP I guess Ethereum, Ethereum, so I was just going to say Ethereum is probably like a good example of that because you you know Bitcoin created digital currency I guess yeah and then and Ethereum, Ethereum became like a platform where other other projects can launch off of and just it just becomes a, a network that millions of people can use around the world um and it's, it's in a sense it's like an operating system that so many of these other projects that you see out there they're all based on top of ethereum and uh, i think that's why it's it's, it's it's like a fundamental part of our portfolio as well um because mm. many of these projects in the top 100 are built on top of ethereum and that's that's huge so it's important to hold that um in a portfolio in, in my opinion um apart yeah. from that yeah we, we have the mvp so the mvp is like 
a minimum viable product. So a product that you can actually use, a platform that you can go on a website and actually use today um, to see how it works, to see if they have engineers who are capable of creating the product that they are presenting and um, wanting to like, sell to people, essentially. Um, mm. The reason that is a key point is because maybe a few years ago, a lot of projects came out uh, promising huge things, promising um, yeah. the world, essentially. I was, I was literally just thinking about investment, it. <laughs> it never came to fruition. So uh, to this day, there are investments that I made myself where the product has not come to exist. Like it's, it's, that's why it's very important to invest in companies that have had an MVP put out that people can use and actually give feedback on so that they can develop and um, keep going from there. Um, and then I have the the list here, actually. So we have the idea, the MVP, and of course, um, the team. So the team, who who's behind the team? How many people are there? What experiences do they have? What companies have they worked for before? So if they work for Fortune 500 companies in the past, that shows that they have a lot of potential. And um, perhaps even the connections needed to help the, the, the company flourish. Mm-hmm. Um, after yeah, that it's just we worth have... put, just yeah. on that one like there i won't name the guy but there was a guy who you kind of saw as like the, the jeff bezos of uh the crypto world and he's he's kind of got his kind of helping develop like a few different cryptocurrencies and and it really to me like yeah i guess my amateur perspective it really does look like his involvement in those projects is having a huge kind of yeah, effect on them i mean not only does he have the funds to do the research and development into these projects. He also has the connections to connect the right people. So if there's a certain issue one company has, he can be like, okay, oh, there was a a similar issue for another company. This is the person who solved it. I'll introduce you. Um, It's just very, 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 very beneficial to have people like that uh, on board. And of course, um, in a similar vein, we have, after the team, we have advisors. So who are the advisors on the project? What have they done in the past? What do they bring to the table? Um, Is it relevant to the company and what they're trying to achieve? And again, following on from that, we have partnerships. So what what companies have they partnered with? Have they got maybe the green light from Google or Amazon or Facebook to develop something? If if one of these large companies have given them a green light, you know, to, to create this product and they say, okay, this is actually something we can use. We definitely see potential in it then. Of course, these these companies have access to the smartest minds in the world with the best research, best data. So if they're they're happy with a company, then that's a good positive sign, you know. And of course, um, then we have like competition. Of course, the, the crypto space is very competitive. There's multiple versions of the uh, platforms that offer the same sort of services. There's multiple decentralized exchanges with maybe uh, minor differences between them. Um, so you definitely have to look at the competition to see whether there is potential for this this new company that you are investing in or this existing company, whether it can, how it actually lines up with other 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 companies within that niche. Um, so that's definitely yeah. something to look at. And perhaps I think even, one of the things, yeah. So I was just going to say, one of the things that I think you do well with that is like, it's not to say that there's just one a winner takes all kind of thing necessarily you know there's 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 in some of your write-ups i've seen you say things like you know there's 
these two things may these two projects may be doing the same thing but there is still plenty of room for both of them at that you know definitely, and it's like yeah. you know backing two of the leading horses in in a race kind of thing. definitely but, definitely um uh, apart from that there's actually a measurement called the total value lock so total value lock looks at the total amount of assets locked into a smart contract so a smart contract is like a project or a platform that would allow uh, smart contracts it basically eliminates an intermediary between two different tasks so say i want to sell something and someone wants to buy it before there would have to be an exchange who would um, make this this transaction happen but with a smart contract you deposit your funds uh, that person pays for it and the smart contract just um, makes the transaction for you um, smart contracts can come in different forms uh, a way to measure how much confidence and perhaps even potential that a project has is by looking at the tvl value so the higher the amount of money that is locked into this uh, from different users it just goes to show that you know more people have confidence in the project and there's a lot more potential in the project going forward um yeah. so that's, you, that's what's the, what website do you usually check uh, um defi polls um you can usually there's different websites because different websites have different um definitions of tvl um but i think the one that we use quite often is defi polls and yeah that's um, the one DeFi I, I, Lama as well, I believe okay cool yeah but yeah, it's yeah. a huge indicator that one, I think, because like when you see like I don't know all this money flowing in to a project, it's kind of probably a good sign. So I'll keep uh, interrupting. No, 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 no. <laughs> you're, you're you're right. It definitely makes sense. And um, and yeah, so that's that's an important measurement to look at as well. Um, another thing is exchanges. What exchanges is it available on? Um, usually, the 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 coins that we pick are available on the top uh, exchanges, so such as Binance, FTX, and Coinbase. Uh, but I know some users in our Telegram group also use other exchanges like Crypto.com, which actually just signed a partnership with Matt Damon, if I'm not mistaken. Um, yeah, they they started that, yeah. a $100 million um, advertising campaign just just, crazy, just the other yeah. day. Um, it's huge. Yeah, these, these exchanges are really doing well. They've made a lot of money, obviously, in the past year or so. So they're now reinvesting it back into the ecosystem, which is uh, which is great to see. So yeah, we try to the coins that we pick tend to be on the top exchanges there, um, because these these exchanges remember they have rigorous like screening processes. So if a lot of the time if the coins are available on the exchanges, then they seem to be legitimate projects with um, good potential. Mm. Um, and. I think that's it really so when it comes to exchanges you need to look, see because the thing is if there are coins out there which may be on smaller exchanges but there, there might be a reason why they haven't been accepted by the bigger exchanges so there's an added level of risk there mm. so that's something to think about as well yeah it's like a free screening process like you said like okay is it on these big exchanges i mean there are sometimes reasons like i know monero is like a privacy focused yeah crypto and that's not on the major exchanges i think because of like legal reasons you know they like, can't be seen to yeah because you can make transactions on monero well. and no one will ever be able to to find it i mean with with bitcoin for example you can or ethereum you can find an address uh, a wallet address put it into EtherScan and see all the things that the, that person is doing, how much money they have. 
what contracts that what smart contracts they're interacting with what platforms they're using but with monero mm -hmm. you can make a transaction and no one will ever be able to trace it yeah so yeah thank you for taking us through the strategy just to go back to the meme coin thing like this your your approach is sort of to buy you know do this fundamental analysis find coins that we believe have like a long-term potential and then invest mm -hmm. and hold and make short-term gains as well and take some of that money off the table definitely yeah. but it's not we're not you're not trying to sort of like pick the next meme coin and like time the markets or anything uh although we do have some like you do you do do like uh different buy levels and stuff for people that want to sort of pick up some yeah. of the coins at bargain levels and stuff um Okay, I think that might be it for this week. I have no idea how long we've been talking for, so we might be running over a bit, but I guess there's no hard time limit. Um, so thank you for your time today, Cash. Thanks for having me. And I probably should have said this at the beginning, but if uh, you're listening to this and you're enjoying it, then we'd be grateful if you subscribe and you can, uh, well, I don't know, you'll see more like, of us. Like, comment, and, and subscribe. <laughs> that's it, that's the one, like, everything. Um, if you're interested in joining the Crypto of Cash community, we'll have a link in the description. And if you have any questions that you want us to answer, like on next week's podcast, uh, then just stick it in a comment comment below, and we'll we'll answer it. Um, and thank you, yeah, thank you again, Cash, and thank you for anyone listening. And have a good day. Thanks for your time. Take care. Bye.